Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. It's one more sleep until Cleveland. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the worst mock drafter since Maurice Jones-Drew. And with me, as always, is AJ. I came in... 69th in the official mock draft derby last year, Marchese. Um, hey, honestly, Mauricio Drew, I'm pretty sure he said uh, Javon Holland is the best defensive player in the draft. And I swear to God, you said something similar. Well, he's also got 12 running backs going in the first round. So, <laughs> And the Steelers are going to be drafting a running back. There's too many connections here. Today, we're giving you our final mock draft for the 2021 NFL Draft. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving up to Cleveland, maybe. Looking for a Lawrence or Sewell. Don't draft specialists on the first day. Don't draft specialists on the second day. Maybe draft a punter in the six. We'll see. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. This week has tons of sports action on the go, as the NFL Draft is on and the Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action at BetOnline. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sports news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. And better yet, If you want to get in on the conversation, all the hottest sports topics every day, download the Locker Room app. It's live, audio-only sports talk. Free to download and to use. You can talk to all your favorite podcast hosts, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, podcasts, post-game breakdowns, uh, podcast breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. Follow all the people in the sports realm that you want to get involved with and hear from. And AJ will be going live on Locker Room on the 
weekend after uh, after all the great Toronto teams wrap up their seven game series. Yeah, I'm just um, I don't know. <laughs> also, Toronto teams. Uh, we got a series for the Jays, a two game series on against the Washington Nationals. Interleague play can Down always get tricky. Right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Trey Turner lead off home run. Hey, I remember the baseball name. Good for me. I'm proud of myself. Um, how much would we have to pay you, or the sports drink people have to pay you, or me personally, for you to go on and like take a bunch of questions about every pick in in our mock draft? Oh, I would do that for free if if people would actually ask me questions. <laughs> I can arrange it. I can get some people to yell at you. I know a whole uh, fan base that I can get to just yell at you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Gator Nation, calm down this year. Oh, you better get, you better have Pitts fourth, Rob. You better have Pitts fourth. Uh, okay, the NFL draft. It's uh, we're recording on Tuesday night. Um, you're listening on Wednesday, or even Thursday. The draft is Thursday night. It's been it's been a year since we had one of these, AJ. Um, <laughs> still in a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have a combine. The Senior Bowl, though, old Jim Nagy made sure that happened. Um, this is an even more unprecedented NFL draft than last year's. We, we were, we're hearing tons of murmurs. We're hearing medicals are a little bit more questionable Mm -hmm. this year because of the no combine thing. We're still hearing Mac Jones, number three to the 49ers. We're, uh, we're hearing all types of things. Um, it, it, it feels like a big old mystery after those first two picks. Uh, I'm I'm pretty excited. Still hasn't really hit me that that it's finally arrived. That I know. a year's worth of scouting and work and tape dogging in the lab. It's uh, it culminates in this weekend, and um, we get we get to we get to enjoy it. But but will we really enjoy it? No, because our teams, the Steelers and Seahawks, will make sure we don't. So, uh, for real though, the 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 season went by fast. Uh, the draft season that is. So I'm kind of surprised. I agree. It hasn't hit me that it's this week, and I totally agree. I I I feel like this draft is such a mystery. Like usually we have, you know, not 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 sure things, but even like picks into the twenties are like okay, we can match this prospect with that team, and it feels pretty safe about it. I I don't feel safe about <laughs> about this whole whole shebang this year, and I'm I mean I'm ready for a even, super fun even, Thursday night. Even. <clears throat> Three, four, and five, I, I think, are still pretty. Obviously, the Mac Jones stuff with the 49ers, I refuse to believe it until it happens. Um, but, I mean, the Falcons and Bengals, it, it mm-hmm. still feels very wide open what they could be doing, unless, I mean, you're plugged into the Bengals beat reporters, then you might know a little extra. But the Falcons are still certainly in play for a quarterback. I mean, we've also heard the Kyle Pitts rumors. I I would personally be taking Panay Sewell if I'm not going quarterback there, but. Uh, it, it's pretty crazy, and we hey the Dolphins at six. We've heard very little. We've heard very little with the Lions at seven. Yeah. Um. And, and we we there was even a report today from I think it was from Rap Sheet that they're they're not expecting to see too many trades on draft night. Mm-hmm. Um, because that top tier talent falls off pretty quickly, and I mean we we talked about it I think on one of the last couple episodes how uh, there's just not a lot of defensive talent either. It could be I mean. We might not have a, a defensive player go top 10. Uh, I only have one defensive player on, in my 10 on my final big board. Um, heck, we we might not. We, we might see the Eagles do something crazy. I saw some stuff with Quiddy Pay today, so I'm pretty excited. Yeah, pretty excited. I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like we're going to get shockers on Thursday night. And 
Honestly, you, th- throughout oh, the whole draft. Do you think a, a sixth quarterback gets into the first round? No, I don't. Because I've been hearing that. No. Okay, I'm with you, but I've been hearing that. But I I mean, I personally think the fall off is huge from <laughs> the top four to Mac Jones and then even just as big from Mac Jones to the, the sixth I, guy. But. I, I totally agree. Um, Totally agree. The, you know what? Kyle, Kyle Pitts, I mean, the, I don't know if this is a part of smokescreen season, but Kyle Pitts says uh, it's going to be quarterbacks in the first four picks. It almost sounds like he, he's expecting not to go to Atlanta, which, I mean, again, maybe the Falcons told him to say that. I don't know, because it feels like a lot of people are, are penning in Pitts to, to Atlanta right now at four. So, again, it's it's mystery abound after the first two picks. So. I will add, Arthur Smith never needed a uh, – or necessarily utilize that type of tight end talent in, in Tennessee. So, would they uh, – I, I mean, again, I would opt if you're not going quarterback for Sewell, but – yeah, it does sound like they, they could be too uh, enticed by a Justin Fields if he's there for or Trey Lance. Um, do you want to get into it then? Yeah, let's get into it and see how this uh, all shapes up. Again, if, if you're, it's your first time listening, we do not plan any of this. Some of it might go a little clunky. We may have to. It's put all on scripted. Our, <laughs> shut up. No, it's not. We might have to put our thinking caps on for a little bit, and we're going to. We kind of have, have picks designated, but we'll come together and make a decision. But. but but first, we have to thank a friend of the show and president of the Coin Flipping Association, definitely uh, Chris Matsukis, who always flips a coin to see which of us will get get the first pick. AJ won with tails because it never fails. Um, so AJ, you're on the clock with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, let's see how crazy you get. <laughs> Imagine I just I just nuke this whole thing. Um, no, come on. Uh, yeah, I, we don't have to say too much about this first overall pick because the Jacksonville Jaguars are proudly selecting Trevor Lawrence, quarterback Clemson. Uh, hey, mock, I think our mock before the NFL season started had this pick happening exactly. Obviously, we always knew Lawrence was going to be the first overall pick, uh, regardless of what what some you know some rumbles tried to happen that never picked up any steam. Obviously, um, and Myers saying, "Oh, we're deciding between three. Okay, yeah, whatever." Lawrence is already like, talking to the Jets. Like it's it's already done. It's Trevor Lawrence, um, and I'm He's excited. Donating money to Jacksonville, exactly because the Jaguars fans gave him wedding presents, a three hundred dollar toaster or something pretty cool. It's got a touch screen. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm excited to see Lawrence. What Lawrence looks like in in that Jacksonville offense, like that. I don't know, like that. I I hope they got a good matchup week one because I feel like I'm going to be wanting to tune in to the Jaguars week one. Uh, guaranteed, regardless of other other no, better matchups. No shortages at receiver for them either. Obviously, with uh, your guy DJ Chark, they brought in Marvin Jones, Chanel from last year, and even Colin Johnson flashes a rookie too. Like it's gonna be really fun to see him in there with your old man uh, Daryl Bevel as as the OC. And um, I'm I'm kind of it, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with that second first round pick. Are they gonna add some more? To that offense, mm-hmm. or uh, because they, they believe in Lawrence so much, focus on the defense. I guess we'll find out when AJ makes that pick in 20 picks. 25 picks. Uh, okay, second overall. Ja- uh, the Jets, this is the other obvious pick. It's Zach Wilson, the BYU quarterback. It's It feels like it's been him for almost really since the college football season ended. Um I wouldn't take him I, over a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance. 
but the drop off from them to him is not nearly as big as it is from them to Mac Jones. Uh, Zach Wilson also kind of has that New York City vibe, maybe the right attitude to thrive in, in the Big Apple. Um, he's definitely going to become very marketable very quick. Yeah. Now that he's going to be in New York, uh, the the big worry is obviously what's around him. Joe Douglas has done a really good job, kind of chipping away at putting pieces uh, both up front and, and in terms of pass catchers around him. I'm excited to see what he can do. Uh, I mean, I, I I wouldn't want to put expectations too high too quick, but uh, I love that Jets coaching staff. I really like the direction Joe Douglas has got this team trending. Um, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I, I don't think Wilson in Gotham Green is going to be pretty from the start, but that, that, that doesn't mean I'm doubting the pick long-term or anything. Um, agree with you, though. Uh, I would take Fields and Lance over him. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I think I think Wilson is my my number ten prospect. So it's not like this. There's a huge drop off, and right. I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't want to put huge expectations on the Jets because they, they got a lot of. Again, I love I love everything they're doing. Still a lot of overhaul there um, to, to to accomplish. Especially it's on a, it's a it's like a legit three year rebuild. Yeah, yeah. So again, don't don't. And again, neither of us are big Zach Wilson fans, but if he if he goes out and he doesn't look great, and I I, do, I expect him to not look great from the start, um, don't don't start killing him, New York, because uh, you you know the magic is there, and you just gotta wait for it to happen. Yeah, I mean it's not like they have a entrenched number one. They brought in Corey Davis, obviously, and yeah. they've dropped Denzel Mims last year, and they have Jamison Crowder, but like none of those guys are legitimate wide receiver ones. They don't have a, a consistent threat at tight end and. The offensive line still in that rebuild stage. Obviously, Mackay Becton it was completely lived up to where he was selected, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of uh, like veteran scraps kind of built together on that offensive line. So it's going to take time, but uh, it, it'll be a fun adventure as long as they they I, I like he's gonna play right away. Yeah, but I just hopefully his confidence doesn't get shattered if they struggle early. He he doesn't seem like the type to get his confidence shattered. Right. Um, no, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, uh, maybe be, maybe there's a difference between confidence and I don't know, just just getting thrown off a bit. So uh, so I think we can see him getting thrown off a little bit, but not really getting shaken. Uh, it just doesn't seem like okay. a type. Right? Oh, okay, you're on the clock, San Francisco 49ers. Okay, um, we got to discuss. Um, I on our last episode, I had them taking Justin Fields in our in our divisional mocks. It looks like which it, is what I think we we would we would both be if we were GM, we'd be deciding between him and, and Trey Lance. Correct, correct. And I I think if I was the Niners, I'd take Justin Fields, even though I have, I've Lance the slightest margin ahead. Um, just feels like like the, you know that I mean I guess Garoppolo can start, but that that roster feels primed and ready to to make it another run right can, like if all things can, can just stay say, healthy go ahead can i just say they they have an unbelievable quarterback room right now with josh rosen josh johnson and nate sudfeld and obviously jimmy g so they, they, they're gonna have four starting quarterbacks in there uh any of them can get them to the super bowl um in your guts uh, neither of us think it's mac jones right De- I, I refuse to believe it until I see it. Agreed. Um, are you buying that it's down to Jones and Lance? That I will buy, and that's why I think it's Trey Lance. 
I, I still I still feel like it's Justin Fields. I don't know why. I just you think it's like the deepest of smoke screens. Yeah, I mean, but why? Like, I just don't get what you gain by pu- putting that information out there, or if someone gets that information, like, why would someone? You know what I mean? No, you're. I guess that's the one thing that holds me back. You're right, and I, I'm I'm but, going to peg Trey Trey Lance into our into our mock here, okay? But I don't know. Also, yeah. Just, um, for what it's worth, I think. Even though I have Justin Fields as my quarterback too, I think Trey Lance is the best fit in that scheme. Like what he does the best is what best fits that Shanahan scheme, the play action boot. Like he is, he's at his best on play action boot. I, he kills the long ball. I think. Yeah. I think. I mean, excluding Lawrence from the conversation, best arm. He is. Him and Fields are equally freaky athletes at the quarterback position, and we know you need a playmaker there. Um, and he, he, if, if you do believe he needs to sit, Jimmy G is that guy who can obviously in quotations, be your Alex Smith while Trey Lance takes a year. Yeah, no, for sure. I, again, I, I have Lance very, very slightly above, um, above fields. Um, I agree that he's a better fit. I almost feel like fields just feels like a better pick for the Niners. Just that like he can come in and. Like I, I I don't I don't think I want Lance starting right off the bat. I, I want him to, to, to sit for a little well, bit. Ideally no no one's you right. don't want anyone starting off the right, bat, right? Right, right, right. But I'm more comfortable with with Fields going in there and winning that competition and and being the week one starter for the night. Not saying I'm guaranteed yeah, it's happening, I, I'm but with I'm, you. I'm more comfortable with it. Yeah. I, I think Fields is after Trevor Lawrence, the the next most pro ready quarterback in this class. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I, but I, you, so uh, you 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 gonna go with Lance then? I, for our mock draft, I am gonna peg in Trey Lance, North Dakota State quarterback. Um, but I, I'm still don't I'm I don't 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 say it's over for Fields yet. Is all I'm saying. Uh, no, I'm. I mean, not to, I, not to you. I'm saying it for the for the listeners. I know. No, I know. I, I know. I know. God, I hope it's not Mac Jones. If it's Mac Jones, it'll like. Well, well, I'm not a 49ers fan. What do I care? Oh, selfishly, I'm very much hoping it's Mac Jones. I would love it <laughs> if it's Mac Jones. I hope it's not Lance, and I hope it's not Justin Fields because I, I think they're both great quarterbacks. I hope it's Mac Jones, and it'd be absolutely hilarious. Um, but I don't think it is. I just don't think it is. None of it. It just doesn't all add up. But hey, maybe I guess maybe they're right all along. I guess because I love Fields and Lance, I want it to be one of them because that's such a great position to thrive yeah. early on and be exactly. with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Getting to see that thing work, that would be a lot of fun. But uh, Okay, Falcons at four. You mentioned Pitts saying he thinks the first four picks will be quarterbacks. Um, to me, this pick is, if it's not Pitts, it's quarterback or it's or it's offensive tackle, mm-hmm. whether it be Sewell or, or Rashawn Slater. Um I don't think you can really justify taking any one other than those three. Uh, the the third option, quarterback wise, being Justin Fields, uh, and so I'm going to take Justin Fields here. I think that's the I right pick. I refuse to believe. Okay, I I I do not want to believe the NFL is stupid enough to have him slide out of the the the, the top five. The, I mean the top ten, but let alone like he shouldn't slide out of the top five. In most years, this is the number one pick. Yeah. Um, Atlanta, I know Matt Ryan's got stuff in the tank, enough in the tank still, uh, without a doubt. But you saw how much Arthur Smith used Ryan Tannehill. Um, 
and getting getting the most out of him with his mobility, to me, yeah, is worse Justin Fields as a Ryan Tannehill type of quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Where the athleticism and the arm t- talent kind of over can make up for other shortcomings. But, again, I, I, that's more of a narrative put out by the media that Justin Fields can't get off his first read because he is, I think, one of the best processors in this class. After Trevor Lawrence, I think he's the second-best processor. I think he's the best decision maker. He does rarely puts the ball in harm's way, uh, and again, he is six three two thirty and runs a, a, a sub four five at, at the quarterback position. All the arm you could hope for. Cool as a cucumber. His poise, I think, is probably the best in the class as well. Um, I, I, who knows when you're up here again? I know there's. Oh, if you want to get up there to get the quarterback, you can, but. It's it's kind of a full roster reset for Atlanta. Terry Fontenot is your GM. Arthur Smith's your head coach. It's a new era in yep. Atlanta. Um, and Matt Ryan, again, has a lot left in the tank. But if you can get your future franchise quarterback, potentially sit him for a year, what, just basically for Atlanta, just because Matt Ryan doesn't – like Matt Ryan's got the ability to start and take you to the playoffs still, I think. Uh, and if you can sit fields for a year – and then flip Matt Ryan for mm-hmm. something to a team in need of a quarterback. I think that um, it doesn't – don't draft a quarterback when you need them. Be prepared that you will need a quarterback down the road. Uh, and I also just think Justin Fields will look awesome in that <laughs> Falcons red. And he's from Georgia. He's Georgia so. guy, yeah. Hey, he's at, the, he's at the Braves game tonight or last night too. Uh, no, hold on. Just just to add here. Uh, Kyle Pitts is the second best player in this draft to me. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if he's the pick. I think Justin Fields is the correct pick to make, though. I agree with every point you just made. Um, you don't know. You're hoping you're not going to be this high again. Next year's class doesn't look as good. And, like, why? Like, I think Kyle Pitts is special, and I think he's going to make any offense he goes to uh, immediately better. But, like, the, the one – I know they're looking at trading Julio Jones, but uh, regardless, the, the one thing you know the Falcons don't need is pass catchers. Um, you look at the rest of that off, uh, the rest of that roster. It, I mean, outside of Matt Ryan, it, it's not, it's not very great. So just adding to that position, I, I know he does, he is a tight end. But Hayden Hurst was fine last year. Adding to that position just doesn't make sense to me. So when you boil it all down, I think Justin Fields or Trey Lance, whoever the Niners don't take, or if they got both up there, <laughs> that'd be great for them too. Take the quarterback. Uh, that's that's it. I think it just makes the most sense. I love Matt Ryan. I agree. He's still got plenty left in the tank. Uh, it, that roster. Sh- I don't. I don't think they're going to be competing next year, though, right? So. Okay. Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock at five. So flip this. So I thought. I think Justin Fields is the correct pick, but I'm not sure if they're going that direction. For the Bengals, I think Panay Sewell is the correct pick. But I think they're taking Jamar Chase. And the Bengals insiders are telling me it's Jamar Chase. Um, I'm going to peg Jamar Chase in here, number five to the Bengals. I would take Panay Sewell. But, I mean, I'm not yeah. saying you can go wrong either way. Uh, again, you should you should be protecting Joe Burrow, especially after what happened yeah. last year. But re, re, like it's, it's so hard. They, they watched the Burrow tape last year. They saw that magical connection with Jamar Chase. Uh, he's clearly the, he's the best receiver in the class. He's a special wide receiver. Uh, it, it's hard to pass that up, and I understand. Um, I, I I have Sewell over Chase on my board. I think literally one spot, um, and I think it just makes more sense. But I think the pick is going to be Jamar Chase because I'm buying into the Bengals media. A mistake that you have made. Although 
Duke Tobin and, and uh, Mike Brown, they don't even know about the Pac-12 yet. <laughs> Just, they, haven't, they haven't gone on the Oregon Trail yet and, and made their way out, out west with Lewis and Clark. Not not bad going from A.J. Green to Jamar Chase as your That's go-to sure. playmaker. And obviously, T. Higgins looked great as a rookie, and Tyler Boyd's one of the best slots in the game. Uh, but I'm with you. I would take the offensive line, but I'm also with you in that they'll they'll go for the glory position over that because they're the Cincinnati Bungles. New uniforms, okay. man. They got to show them off. Yeah, no, really good point. They got to sell tickets still. <laughs> um, Mike Brown probably owes some people money. <laughs> I'm sure he does. That's a guarantee. Okay, this is where it starts to maybe get a little more interesting because it's, the Dolphins at six, obviously they traded at a three, three to 12 and then uh, went from 12 to six with the Eagles. Uh, are, are we thinking that they, they make that jump back up to ensure they get one of the pass catchers to, or, I mean, they flipped Eric Flowers this morning as we record. <laughs> um, are, are they targeting offensive line again? Um, maybe they didn't love what they saw out of Austin Jackson and wanted to go get a premier tackle and whether it be Sewell or Slater. Um, <clears throat> I don't think they're going defense again. There's just not really a guy worth that, that yeah. pick. I, 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 I mean, Kyle Pitts is available. They have Mike Gesicki. What do you think? I'm not sure if the, if the board falls this way, it's kind of wide open for the dolphins. Um, I will say, I will say, if Chase is there at six, I think that's the pick. One hundred percent. I don't but think he's not there. Chase goes fifth or sixth. Uh, I think that's like a, a guarantee. Um, if I were the Dolphins, I, I think I'd take Sewell. Um, I think it might be Kyle Pitts, and I know that it's a, it's a bit of a double down with Mike Kosecki, but uh, pass catcher in general is definitely a need, and I, I think they did orchestrate their way down and back up to get a pass catcher. I'm with you uh, in terms of that, but if it falls this way. But I have a hard time thinking if they traded a three and just to get back to six to ensure they get their – are they thinking they'll take whichever of Jamar Chase and Kyle Pitts is there? Like are they – is that the thought process or is the thought process they'll take whichever Sewell or Slater's there? Either way, it's, it's tackle or pass catcher. Yeah. Um, I don't think Waddle's out of the equation it. either. Um, I, I'm, I'm typing in Kyle Pitts. He's the second best player in this class. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's it's tough because they spent so much on offensive line last draft. Yeah. And again, you can totally justify doing it again, and I would. Kyle Pitts is the second best player in the class. They need to make sure Tua works. Kyle Pitts can play outside, he can play inside, he can, he can play inline, he can play H-back, play wherever you need him to play. Like, just because you draft Kyle Pitts doesn't mean Ky- uh, Mike Gusecki has no role. Nope. Um, obviously, he was top 10 among tight ends and receiving yards. So let's just do it. Let's keep Kyle Pitts at home in the state. Don't pass on, on – if you're if you're going pass catcher, take him. Uh, or, or honestly, yeah, like, pass catchers are so good, I think you could justify taking Devonta Smith or Jalen Waddle here. But uh, Pitt, Pitts is the unicorn of the group, so you, you take him. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's almost like there's no slam-dunk natural home for Kyle Pitts, which is kind of funny considering he's so so great, you know? Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think if they're staring uh, Pitts in the face here and, and Chase is already gone, uh, I think Pitts is, is the pick. Um, if, they had, if they had the choice, and I, I don't think 
I mean, they, they might if, if the Bengals go Sewell. Uh, between Chase and Pitts, do you, you think they go Chase, though, right? Yeah, I, I, I do. I agree. I agree. Okay, the Lions are on the clock at seven. Yeah, um, kind of, kind of similar conversation here. Um, you look at this roster, and, and the names are Geronimo Allison, Victor Bolden Jr., Quintess. Like the receiving core is really bad. That's the worst wide receiver group in the league. Definitely. Um, <laughs> wait, quickly. My my question to you is: obviously, we had it play out where both Lance and Fields are off the board, but there was a situation yep. where they're both still on the board. You're the Lions. You you got it. You like if I mean if we were the GMs, we'd be taking one of them. I would think. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. If either, okay. if if any of those quarterbacks, um, well, if Lancer Fields are there, could I'm taking them. Um, in this, could, could you justify Mac Jones being this pick? I don't. Uh, uh, no. No. Okay, I'm with you. I know. I'm. I'm totally agree. Um, but okay, the wide receiver core is terrible. Okay, it's bad. It's the worst. But this class is great. The tackle yes. class is good too. Uh, but when you got, I, I, I love Panay Sewell. I, I'm super high on Panay Sewell. I think when you got him staring you in the face here, um, and your offensive line isn't bad, but you can slide him in a, and be your franchise left tackle. I don't think you pass it up. You, you also know in this moment you don't have the quarterback that's taking you to like you don't have your franchise quarterback. You yeah. know that. It's a full so rebuild just in Detroit. Prepare. Yeah, so you got to prepare. Plus, I mean, Dan Campbell probably loves offensive linemen more than he loves receivers. It's a good point. It's a good point. So, um, I, I, and, and you've got, you, I mean, you've got Taylor Decker, you've got Jonah Jackson, you've got Frank Reg now. You've got pieces to this offensive line, but you don't have, like, t- Taylor Decker's not great, but he's starting caliber. For sure. But you don't have that franchise tackle, and you inserting him – Makes that whole offense like Frank Ragnow is your star, but inserting a Panay Sewell, it's hard to pass on that. Uh, definitely, yeah. And come back, uh, day two, get your receiver there or receivers there. And yeah, he's not, they're not going to be Jalen Waldler or Devontae Smith, but you're going to get a really good wide receiver there still. Um, and, and that, you know, where they're going to be picking the second round, that's kind of like a it might be no man's land for tackle group, right? It might be that you kind of just miss the value. Of, yeah, that's the problem. It's a bit scary if you're waiting to, to take that tackle at 41 or wherever. Yeah, exactly. So it takes Sewell. Um, the path to becoming a more competitive football team is quicker, I think, if you take Sewell over a, over a pass yeah. catcher. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think I think Dan Campbell's going to see uh, Sewell trying to trying to bite kneecaps very quickly in Honolulu Blue. Yeah. And for basically all the same reasons I'm picking here uh, for the Panthers at eight, I think you go Rashawn Slater. I mean, you make that Sam Darnold trade. You don't make that trade without at least somewhat believing that you can make him work with Joe Brady yeah. and Matt Rule in charge uh, with the playmakers around him. Um, there, there's there's no shortage of playmakers in Carolina if you can keep dudes healthy. Um, more importantly, though, Keep solidifying that offensive line. Outside of Taylor Moten I, and, and Matt Paradise, you have no really firm starters in place. No. Uh, take Rashawn Slater. That's your franchise left tackle. He is, I think, same cal- slightly, slightly behind Sewell on my board. He's the eighth player on my board. Uh, I think he, he's a franchise left tackle with, with pro ball, pro capability, um, freak of nature. 
both athletically and, and his balance is ridiculous. We, I mean, we talked about him all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah you, you don't pass up the tackle. you got to prioritize the key positions. If it's not quarterback, it should be a trench player. That's a, I will live by that and I'd die by that. No, definitely. And he's eighth on your board. You take him eighth. I got him ninth on my board. I think Slater's a slam dunk for the Panthers. All right, Broncos ninth. The, the Broncos are tough. I I don't know where they're going. Again, uh, if it's quarterback, I go. If the quarterback's there, I go quarterback. Is Mac Jones in play for the Broncos? It doesn't sound like it. And I hope not. <laughs> I hope not, and it doesn't sound like it. Uh, so <laughs> we throw all of that aside. Uh, our, our our pass catchers have fallen a bit. We know Denver can't go pass catcher, uh, wide receiver <laughs> at least. I I struggle with with the Broncos in our in our mock um, last episode. I, I had them taking Michael Parsons, and I, I definitely think Makes that's sense. in the realm of possibility. I think if it all falls falls this way, I think I'm taking Michael the, Parsons. Well, and because I think another prior to free agency, you could have talked about corner. Yeah, but they go out and they sign Ronald Darby, and they have Kyle Fuller fall into their laps thanks yep. to the Chicago Bears. So it's it becomes less of a need because you've got two starters on the outside. You got Bryce Callahan healthy at nickel. Uh, we know Vic is a linebacker guy. Yep. And obviously, um, they they have had not like star playmakers at the linebacker position so far. Like AJ Johnson kind of came out of nowhere last year, but mm-hmm. Michael Parsons. He's the best defensive player in this class. Uh, I, I would love to see how Vic Fangio uses him. Yeah, and, and to just to add, um, I, I definitely still take a, a DB on day two, but there's there's plenty of value there for that pick. So yeah. Yeah. get the best linebacker in the class. Uh, get what you think is the best. No, I don't mean you. I mean the Denver Broncos think is the best defensive player in the class. I, I think I do too. Just on my board. I think, yeah, I, I Parsons 11. I've, I've Sertan 12. So back-to-back, I think you're kind of flipping a coin there. And Sertan could be this pick. But I think I think all signs point to Micah Parsons if the board falls this way. Okay, Cowboys at ten. Um, they can't take one of the pass catchers. They did it last year. Um, I, I, obviously, they bring in Dan Quinn to try and fix this defense. I think that's what you're targeting here with Sewell and Slater off the board. I think if one of them fall, fell to them, they could they could look at uh, tackle for sure. That doesn't happen. You look towards defense. Your biggest needs um, are p- probably in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're looking at J.C. Horn. You're looking at Patrick Sertain. I think the pick's going to be Patrick Sertain, even though I have J.C. Horn above him. But uh, you're pretty happy either way. Sertain's got that length that Dan Quinn loves coming from Seattle. He's he's so fluid and natural. Uh, he can he, he I mean the 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 dude's pattern match. Um, his teaching tape, his pattern match ability, his teaching tape. He play man, he can play zone. You already got his Alabama teammate Tron Diggs on the on the roster. Get you'll have two Alabama corners with bloodlines in the league if you take Patrick Sertain at ten. Yeah, I I I think this is one of the picks. Um, again, the Cowboys are always a wild card, but to me, this is one of the picks that I feel pretty. Again, I'm not super confident a lot of, about better. a lot of them, but I feel better. better about this being Patrick Sertain. I, I think it all fits perfectly. Uh, the value is perfect. Like I said, I just have him eleventh. So uh, this 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 is perfect. I think, and I, I think it's a slam dunk pick for the Cowboys. Okay, Giants are on the clock at eleven. We're hearing rumblings that they're looking at edge. Um, I I don't think the value is there, and now the the the, the pass catchers have fallen. Uh, so I I don't think when you're <clears throat> 
when you when you got the pass catchers falling down or Waddle and Smith specifically. Um, well, they well they whoa, whoa, whoa. they got Darius Slayton. They got Kenny Galladay. They do. They got Sterling Shepard. They've got Evan Ingram. They Is do. Wide receiver that big of a need? It's not a huge need, but what, like where else are you going to go? And you've got three starting wide receivers. I would trade back. Uh, a starting okay, tight well. end. I just think, <laughs> like, prior to say, signing... No, I know. I'm just saying, prior to signing Kenny Galladay, yeah. yeah, this pick seemed like it could be a receiver, but now it's... I mean, you're taking a four-string receiver? Oh, well, I mean, Waddle is... If they take Waddle... Yeah, I know, but my point, my point is Darius Slayton and Kenny Galladay are... Like... Like Darius Slayton has a ton of upside. He does, and, and Kenny Galladay is a thousand-year receiver, and Sterling Shepard's one of the best slots in the league. I, I just, I don't know if the, like, I if you, it's justifiable to, like, would would you be better off reaching on a pass rusher than taking a receiver? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing ideas at you. Spitballing. I you 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 do what you want. <laughs> what what do you think the pick is? I, I think they're 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 a tougher team. I think if if Waddle is staying there, I don't think they're going to pass. That's that's what I'm saying. Um, and yeah, the, the the receiving core is not bad, but they're still trying to make this Daniel Jones thing work, and they're going to keep throwing resources at that. I think. Um, and like Waddle's going to come in and, and be get get on the field, and that 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 core becomes something really special. If I think if you add Waddle to it, um, so who are you benching? Shepard. Shepard, I maybe 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 even he's on his way out of New York if they take a receiver at eleven. Interesting. Okay, so you take Jalen Waddle. I'm taking Jalen Waddle. Yeah. I, I'm on the clock at twelve. The Eagles. I mean, they're probably going to take Quiddy Pay, even though <laughs> that's not what they should do. Uh, I refuse to do that for this the purpose of this mock, but that'd be really funny if they did. Um, I'm you, you. You gotta you gotta keep trying at this wide receiver thing, right? They're pissed that Waddle just cocked them, or the Giants Gettleman just cocked them. Um, it was kind of absurd that they traded out of the sixth overall pick, which could have landed them Kyle Pitts, Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith. Could have their pick of those three. They trade back to twelve. They're lucky Devonta Smith still on the board, although. Uh, Maybe that that won't be their guy. I will mention Hakeem Butler's on the roster as a tight end, so why would they need Kyle Pitts? Um, the other thing is, do they take Jeremiah Usuformo here? Uh, I I think no, because trading back, man, you're all in on Jalen Hurts. Even if Nick Sirianni won't name him your starting quarterback, you have to now do everything you can to make sure he works out. Um, and. This next draft class of quarterbacks doesn't look too, too, too special. I, I watched some Spencer Rattler tape. He's got a long way to go. I mean, I'm going to take Devonta Smith here. I think that he he would be beloved in Philly, first of all. Yeah. Um, getting him to be that true Z, Jalen Rager out of the slot, that makes two positions better. Travis Fulgham is your ex. Um, or hey, maybe it's it's J J Jaws time to break out AJ. I'm not sure, but I I, I can't justify. It. I'm I'm I think I'm higher on Devon Smith than a lot of people. I'm fifth on my board. Uh, I don't care that he's 170 pounds. I think he's the exception to the rule. I want to see him break out. Go Slim Reaper. I have him sixth on my board. I I think Devontae Smith should be the pick. I I feel like J C Horn yeah. might be the pick though. To to be completely honest, but uh, 
I think you take the receiver. I think you take Waddle, you take Smith, whoever is there. Um, but just the, the way they moved down kind of felt I, like they're, I will they're say, saying fuck it. Yeah. If, J- if, J- if it's not Devonta Smith, I think you J.C. Horn's a justifiable, justifiable option mm-hmm. instead. And there's not a lot of other justifiable options. Uh, yeah. No, I, <laughs> I agree with that. All right, we we got the okay. Chargers at thirteen. Yeah, Chargers picking thirteenth. Uh, offensive line, offensive line's the pick. Um, I I I mean, hey, I would love it if they made a move up for Sewell. Um, I would love it if they somehow got Rashawn Slater. Neither of those things are happening in our mock. Um, so I am I'm just gonna take the well, actually not the next best one to me, but I think he's gonna be the third offensive line off the board. Elijah Very Tucker from USC. Uh. Plug him in wherever you need him. I again, I'm kicking him inside, but they got a need inside. Uh, if they want to play my tackle, they can play my tackle. Um, keep him in 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 the city. Maybe that they'll sell some more tickets after COVID's over. Who knows? Um, but I think priority number one is protecting uh, Justin Herbert, and that offensive line is is really bad. Okay, uh, I'm with you. you. You take whoever the best offensive lineman, whether it's Vera Tucker for them or or Darisa. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota at 14, kind of a, a weird spot, kind of in the, the abyss, <laughs> maybe the abyss is the wrong word, but they're just trapped in the middle. Um, I think you, you are looking, corner is now a possibility because of the Jeff Gladney news. We don't know if he'll play another yeah. snap in the NFL. Uh, JC Horn, be really fun to see here. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think it, they're looking towards the trench. If they're if they're going to go DB, I think a trade back would be what they would do. Um, so my question to you is, is it a pass rusher or is it Christian Derisaw? I'm not <laughs> sure. The Vikings are, are tough. I mean, if AVT is there, I think that's the pick. So I kind of wrecked this for you. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't know if Derisaw screams Minnesota Vikings to me. Do you think he's a bad scheme fit? Do you think that, like, what what is it? Because uh, I think he'd be a really good scheme fit because he climbs so well to the second level. He's such an impressive mover in that zone scheme. But I think he would be a good scheme fit. It just doesn't feel like they are are, are locked in on Derisaw and you know, kind of their fascination with. But who's it feel like they are locked in on though? No one. Uh, Quitty pay. Quitty. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I think the, the kind of really, honestly, if it's not Derisaw and, uh, and we're taking DB off the table for the purpose of this, it, it's I think Quiddy Pay would be their pick at edge, mainly because Jalen Phillips, um, the medicals are too mm. kind of too scary maybe to justify t- taking 14th. The history, I would he's my number one pass rusher, I'm just saying, for the purpose of the nfl no i i think like if we're gonna put this up i think it's pay or derisa and you make the final call and i will do pay because for some reason i'm with you uh on i don't because again i think derisa's a really good scheme fit Me i too. just i don't know quitty pay seems like someone um zimmer would look at mm-hmm. like oh yeah no i agree oh he can play inside too oh he's that twitchy at, at 260 like you know what i mean yeah yeah. And, All right. 15th, Patriots. AJ, you're Patriots. No, and and um, sorry, just that. Pay, pay fits kind of what they've had as that, that that other opposite edge guy for so long yeah. in Minnesota. 
the shorter stock, you're powerful guy. Good run defender, yeah. Um, the fifteenth overall pick belongs to the New England Patriots. <laughs> Old McCorkle Jones is still on the board. What do you think the odds are that they take Mac Jones, Rob? Uh, I hope it's not Mac Jones. I don't think it's Mac Jones. I think, I think, Belichick's smart enough to see that a playmaker is needed at quarterback. He's got Cam Newton. He saw what Cam Newton could do without being able to throw for the second half of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. What he could do as a runner, and he, I think he will hold out until he's got a chance at that type of quarterback. <laughs> I, I agree. I don't, I don't think, like, again, if, if Mac Jones is there in the second round, do they look him? I, I totally think so. But at 15, I don't, I don't think so. And I agree with you. I think they realize that you need to have someone who can use their legs at the quarterback position. I think they would have done that a long time ago if they didn't have the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking JC Horn here, the corner who, I mean, Love this. yeah, they still got the gilly lock, but he's, he's not going to be there for, for too long. Um, so I think you bring him in, uh, you bring Horn in, you, you, you know, you don't, you don't have to throw him into the fire right away. You can really let him just hone his skills in the NFL and he, he's potential to become gilly lock 2.0. So I think it's an easy pick. Yeah, the, with the top three receivers off the board, yeah, yeah. And, and the way they spent in free agency on pass catchers, I feel like that was a so they wouldn't need to reach on a receiver here. Um, Agree. It's it's tough because if it's not quarterback, yeah, it, there's not. It's almost BPA, and JC Horn's a bit of a BP. He is BPA, but he is also something that maybe they don't need. Instantly, but they're going to need exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Okay, cool. We're on the same page. So the Arizona Cardinals took a tweener linebacker last year. Let's just do it again. <laughs> no, I kid. I kid. I play. Uh, okay, Cardinals picking sixteenth. We've seen kind of weird rumors about them this week in terms of moving up for pass catchers when it's not necessarily a need. Yeah, I don't like uh, that. To to me, if anything, you're you should trade back. That's that's kind of my take. Trade back and acquire more capital. Um, they could, they could go pass rusher here. Although I don't, I don't know if it's the biggest need in the world. Um, they're 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 kind of a tougher team for me. Um, yeah. What what do you think? Like I think if if J C Horn was there, they they would have taken him. Uh, hold on, just just on the trade front, maybe someone jumps the Raiders for uh, Jeremiah Usukarmoa with the Cardinals. That's interesting. Just throwing that out that, there. That, that, no, that'd be interesting because they they seem like a team where they they have holes in a lot of places and they have a lot of scrap pieces holding certain spots together. Yeah. To the point that moving back and just acquiring more would make a lot of sense. They, I also like. I think Aziz Ojolari would be a really fun fit there, but. Not necessarily the biggest thing. I mean, on the last show, that's what I did. And I'm going to do it again, I think. I like it. Just because you can never have too many pass rushers, basically word for word what I said last week. Uh, he can he can spell Marcus Golden and, and Chandler Jones early on in his career until he's ready to be a full-time player. Uh, Jones obviously coming off the injury, and, and Golden's more of a, a, a solid player, not a great player. If you're not taking the offensive line, go Aziz Ojolari. Uh, I, I totally agree with you. Totally agree. Um, and the aforementioned... Before, 
Oh, sorry. Before we get to your Raiders, AJ. <laughs> I was too excited. Uh, you know what people go to Las Vegas to do? Uh, gamble. And watch the Knights, the Golden Knights. <laughs> They're the hottest ticket in town. And if if you'd rather not go all the way to Las Vegas to gamble, but you'd like to bet on your Golden Knights, do it from home at Bet Online. It's as easy as that. Heck, you can bet on the NFL draft. I mean, that's a good way to, if you don't actually care too much about anything going on other than when your team's picking, it's a good way to get into it. Bet on it. Uh, and, I mean, the ponies are running this week in Kentucky. Nothing's better than that. Getting getting your fanciest of uh, threads on and, and your big fancy hat and doing Molly with Wes Welker at the Kentucky <laughs> Derby. Could, What's better than that? Could you name uh, the three legs of the Triple Crown? Um, Kentucky Derby. Correct. I don't, Belmont? Yeah, I, I was going to say I don't need it in order, but I think that is the second one. Yeah, well, obviously I knew that. I don't, I'm not sure what the third one is. The Preakness. Oh, yeah. Duh. I wasn't, but when you mentioned the on, ponies bet earlier. On the mullet, bet, yeah, sorry. Bet, 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 <laughs> bet on the mullet, bet online. You can use your mobile device, your laptop, whatever whatever way you get internet is how you can bet on bet online. Um, so don't sit on the sideline anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, Las Vegas. Brent Mossberger, the Raiders. Yeah, are the are the Raiders gonna get their big horse here? We'll see. Um, okay, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a, d- a couple different scenarios here. Uh, I think Jeremiah Usukormo makes a lot of sense. Um, I think that's who I would take in this situation. With Darisaw still on the board, do they look at Christian Darisaw, Rob? I mean, maybe they they they're working to recreate this offensive line. Um. Or do they sit and take James Hudson in the third round? Okay. And, uh, okay, I asked, I asked and answered. One more thought. Could, could the Raiders maybe not be the wild card, but they just cut Mo Hurst. Christian Barmore is sitting there. They love. I know, and he's from Alabama. I know. I almost did that on the podcast last week. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm really deciding between Jock and Barmore, to be completely honest. And, um... Uh, I would not be shocked if Barmore is the pick here. But uh, for the sake of uh, picking better football players and trying to help teams, uh, I'm, t- I'm going to take Jeremiah Usukarmoa, who, hey, it's Notre Dame. That's blue blood as hell. Mayock's got ties to Notre Dame. He used to call the football games uh, there. Uh, I think I think they can't go wrong. I mean, sorry, I wouldn't want them to pick Barmore. But in terms of blue blood big-time programs, they can't go wrong between Notre Dame and Alabama. Um I think I think a joke would be the is the correct pick. He just look everything they expect out of Tanner Moose, <laughs> Jeremiah Usukomo can can do that, and that's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm with you. Dolphins 18th uh, passed on offensive line to take Kyle Pitts at six. Could still take Christian Darasaw here. Could also go pass rusher, which is also need. Yep. Could also go Zayvon Collins, who can do a bit of everything and and would be a nice fit here. Um, I I mean, I, at six, we kept an in-state player in-state, and we'll do it again at 18. I'm taking Jalen Phillips. Again, I have him as my number one pass rusher in this class. Uh, I think he's the most complete pass rusher, and if not for the medical history, I think he'd be the no-doubt first pass rusher off the board. But because of that medical history, he now becomes the 
third, third off the board in our class. But we were having a bit of a run here on pass rushers, and it's not a great class, and I think those are the three best in the in the biz uh, for my money. So um, don't don't pass on the guy with the, the wicked weaponized hands with a nasty swipe move, 6'5", 260, explosive as hell. Don't pass on that. I think he fits. Don't pass on that unless the medicals are really, really bad. Yeah, I think he fits the Dolphins really well too. Uh, agreed. Okay, Washington on the clock at nineteen. Are we keeping another guy in state? We, or you know, what we talked. Oh, hold on, so we can keep a guy in state, or we can stick with the Bama bloodlines. Rob, wait, you can take Christian Barmore, Mac Jones. What do you think? Um, I mean, I've got some Washington football fans. Uh, in in my life that I hope for their sake this doesn't happen but it's certainly a possibility I think I want to take this This I mean it's not like it's a brand new thought but it popped into my head today you got the Alabama connection I I think like if if there's a landing spot for Mac Jones I don't hate this at all like uh, you can kind of come in and, and commandeer that offense a bit I, I know you got fits but I, I think I think Mac wins the job uh, if you take him here at least um, there, I don't think there's any slam dunk pick for, for, for Washington. I, and for the sake of where the hell else are we going to end up Mac Jones going in our mock? I'm going to take Mac Jones here for Washington. Next, I, I would have taken him with the next pick. Okay. Which is funny because I think the next, the 1920, the way we've had it, it's Mac Jones and Christian Darius are the pick flip how you want them. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Because I will be taking... I'll be taking Christian Darius off for the Bears. I think if, if He's they there. don't have a chance at a quarterback, you got to take... Uh, especially when Darisaw, I think, is a top 15 player. you got to take him here. Um, he he can plug in at, at tackle for you. He is a when, – when he is on, he is one of the meanest MFers in this mm-hmm. class. Uh, a fantastic run blocker, really great at climbing. Uh, I, I like – I like, again, if it's quarterback, offensive line, pass rushers, those are the guys you take. Uh, and after that, I, I go corner as the next most important. But – Colts at twenty one. Yeah, that's a that's a slam dunk if if he's still there for the for the Bears. Uh the Colts are tricky. The Colts are tricky. I think they they would have looked at Arisaw for sure if he slid uh, another yeah, slot. Yeah, definitely. Um I don't know where to go. I, I know you're the biggest Colts fan in, in the world. Are we looking at an edge? But the again, we can continue this mini run here, but no no natural guy to really go here. Yeah, no, they're they're a tougher team, and I think they'll uh, like I legitimately think they're trading back unless someone surprisingly falls to them. Mm. Um, obviously, not an option for us. They lose uh, they lose Anthony Costanzo to retirement, makes tackle a possibility. Um, they the, you mentioned pass rusher being a possibility. Uh, they're tough because they're really well built. Yeah. It's like just they obviously have their. It's just projecting who they're going to fall for, you know. And uh, Chris Ballard loves star athletes. Yeah, um, he does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I say like. I don't. I don't think uh, like Tevin Jenkins makes great sense no. here. If Darisaw was there, no, I would. I would have uh, ran with Darisaw. Yes. Um, but so I don't think tackle's the right spot. Could you? Can I, I don't necessarily believe this, but could I throw some a name at you? Please. Uh, Boogie Basham. We heard noise that he could be end up 
being one of the maybe more surprising first round guys mm-hmm. has the ability to kick inside test it off the charts i think that's uh that's a kind of a dark horse possibility um i mean other edge rushers joseph Asai, also a really strong athlete um but it sounds like boogie's gonna go before Osai at this point yes yes i would say so uh um, away doesn't seem exactly like 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 a guy that they're gonna wager on a little a little yeah a little early for that too like that'd be a, if they traded back and he was there mm-hmm. that'd be an interesting one um they could get they could go corner uh yeah. just because i mean xavier Rhodes played out of his mind last year yeah i think back on a i think newsom yeah. would make a lot of sense to the to the colts yep yeah uh, undecided between Newsom and uh, and and Boogie here. No, I, I I'm gonna take Greg Newsom. I, I'm gonna take Greg Newsom because I think he's gonna go in the first round. Pet, uh, in the first round. I was gonna say the, the 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 higher on the board for you, I would assume. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, again. Yeah. Xavier Rose played out his mind, but can you expect that down the line? I don't know. Rock is in still coming along. Uh, I mean, Kenny Moore's got the got the nickel locked down, but other than that, um, I think they, they need the help, and I think Newsom's going to come in and, and plug in, um, like just depending whoever looks better in camp, but he's going to win one of the spots on the outside. Okay, we got the Titans here at twenty two. Uh, they took a right tackle in last year's draft, who's already off the roster. That makes I think Tevin Jenkins a real possibility mm-hmm. here, a lot safer bet too. D- who. I think does a lot of what they hoped Isaiah Wilson would do. Um, does it at a lot better level. I think he's one of the <laughs> one of the more balls to the wall run blockers in this class. He yeah. he always looks for the kill shot. So I think that's a possibility. I still think receiver is definitely a possibility here. You you brought Ryan Tannehill back on that big contract. You lost Corey Davis, who ended up being a very nice number two. You lost your starting tight end uh, outside of. AJ Brown, are you super confident in any of your pass catchers? Like Josh Reynolds might be your number two pass catcher right now. Yeah. Um, I, I this could be a spot where Terrace Marshall gets picked. It's possible. Um, I, he'd fit that pretty decently. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a guy we've heard first round talk about. Who maybe I don't necessarily believe is a first round pick. Hey, you go back to that old Miss well with Elijah Moore. Uh, see, my problem is I have Rashawn Bateman as my fourth receiver, but I, he just screams that the NFL is going to be lower on him than us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for sure. I, I like that Tevin Jenkins fit. I, I think he fits that, that tight ends off the line so oh, well. Thank God, because I didn't want to have to decide between receivers. I need you to say that. Yeah, let's say... I'm with you. I think he... he, uh, he can, the, the way they've built this team, it's all about mm-hmm. having that run game, set up the play-action pass, and having just one of the meanest offensive lines in football, and Right tackle is a spot they need to kind of solidify, especially with Taylor Luan coming off the injury at left tackle. Yeah, um, I, I think Tevin Jenkins is a really safe pick here. Me too, and maybe they'll feel a little, little dirty going back to the well after you know, the, the Wilson pick blew up. Right, that's, but that be I mean, they were smart enough. I obviously it was a horrible pick, but it's better to cut your losses when you know they're lost than try and hold on. Definitely. When it's not going to work out, so uh, that makes me think maybe they'd be okay with doing it. Yeah, but but I, no questions about Jenkins, uh, really on, on the field or off the field. You know what you're getting with him, uh, and we already know it's a need because they they did it last year and it didn't work. So I think I think Jenkins would be a good, really good pick for the Tennessee Titans. 
23, the Jets. Maybe a little mad Tevin Jenkins is gone. Yeah, uh, the Jets are a little little tricky here. I, hmm, I, I struggle because I, I, like, I like adding edge kind of with his second first, but now no one no one's super clear. Um, offensive line is obviously a need. Also, no one clear here. I, I, I wouldn't take a, f- a spend a first round pick on. The end. Oh, sorry, interior. Yes, I would, but no, no other tackles. I'd spend a first round pick on. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you think for the Jets? Pass rusher is still certainly something they could be looking at. I don't know if you're confident in uh, the guys available. Um, I'm with you on that. That your tackle take once Tevin Jenkins is off the board. I think you're really reaching for a tackle. Agreed. Um, there's such a bad roster that you can almost go anyone. <laughs> it's 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 it is really right, true. Like, which becomes best best player available. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, you, um, you can. Like, would they take a Creed Humphrey? Would they take? Uh, I I don't think. Landon Dickerson's gonna have going in the first round, even though he's my IOL one, just because yeah. the medicals. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think you could go Creed Humphrey if you're looking to to add to that offensive line. There, are, there's certainly running back. It's possible. Uh, the NFL loves running backs, and they need one. Um, you could go a wide receiver here too. Um, I and pass rusher. Uh, That's yeah, what I'm looking at. Yeah, me too. Corner maybe. I think I'm going to take Creed Humphrey. I think that would be. I, I, that's what I would. Do. Yeah, the the best pick here, and look, he seems like a Joe Douglas thing to do. Yeah, no, it, it very much does, and I for yeah, I think it makes sense for Joe Douglas, and I think it just makes sense for um, starting to not even starting because they started with Beckton, but continuing to solidify that offensive line, and and when you draft a rookie quarterback, um, and you know Darnold didn't look great. I mean, again, the coaching staff was garbage. We know we know who the coach was. Um, but but you got to protect a rookie quarterback, and we already talked about um, Wilson. Maybe I, I don't think he's going to get his confidence shaken, but it, it not clicking immediately for him. I, I think it, I think it's going to happen. But adding Creed Humphrey there um, is certainly. I mean, look, watch a BYU game. He he was throwing from clean pockets all day long, so just try to recreate that. And you're not going to be able to, but also, do your best. Yeah. Zach Wilson's like one of the biggest boomer bust prospects in this class. I like if you're taking that swing and you've got two first round picks. Yeah. I like coming back with that second first round pick and taking, I think, one of the safest players of the draft, one of the best bats at least. Yeah, and giving him more support to uh to lessen that bust yeah. factor. No, for sure. Big big time. Okay, I mean AJ, you bought me as much time as you could, but we both know what I had to do when we got here if Tevin Jenkins wasn't on the board. I don't think the Steelers are going to take Landon Dickerson at 24. I think they're hoping for 55. Um, and there's no tackle worth this pick. Creed Humphrey's off the board. It's going to be Najee Harris, I think, if it's if it, if it falls this way. Though my Steelers will be taking a running back. They'll be taking a running back who's built like a Pittsburgh Steeler running back. Um, on the bright side, he can impact the passing game better than uh, pretty much any running back in this class. Um he he screams Steeler football. I just wish it wasn't a first round running back. I think he he's gonna be a Pro Bowl running back. Yeah. I just again I don't believe in taking running backs the first round, so it hurts me. But I will do Najee Harris uh, for the Steelers. I absolutely love Najee Harris. I think this is an amazing fit to the Pittsburgh Steelers. If if he wasn't a running back, I think he's more than worth this this selection at twenty four. He's higher on my board than that. Uh, stay tuned. We'll post our, our big boards um, in the coming days. 
Um, so, see, I'm, I'm super high on Najee Harris. I absolutely love him. I think he's the best running back prospect since Saquon Barkley. Um, so, I don't know. Like, again, I don't want to pick a running back in the first round. But when it all comes together like this, he feels so Pittsburgh. He feels so Steelers. I I, I love it. I love it. I'm not going to lie. I love it. And, and you'll be getting his jersey, and you'll be wearing it proudly, and you'll be happy every Sunday to see Najee Harris running uh, and taking handoffs from, from Rudolph. Yeah, great. You mean Kyle Trask. And Kyle Trask. <laughs> okay, Jaguars are on the clock at 25. Yeah, I'm looking at Christian Barmore, and I'm looking at Trevon Merrick. Um, I think those are the two guys. I ended up getting them both, and when we did our do you think, our mock, yeah, go ahead. Do you, sorry, do you think they come back and they go defense? Yeah, yeah, I think that makes the most sense. That 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 offense is so much yeah. more complete than that defense. Watch the Jaguars game yes. last year. That defense stunk, stunk so bad. Um, and that secondary is really bad. So I'm, 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 I'm gonna say safety is a bigger need than IDL. Um, IDL is a little trickier also, in this I class. Think- yeah, go ahead. The, the the player that Trevon Morig is, uh, there's uh, what he does in terms of being that single high yeah. is harder to find uh, than what, even though Christian Barmore I think is clearly the number two DT. Uh, it, I don't know. It's just harder to find what Morig does in, in a in in the draft and in free agency. Yeah, and you you got thirty three. Barmore might still be there. Uh, on Wizariki might still be there. Or sorry, almost you right, will still is, be there. Yeah, both of them might still be there, and this is definitely a trade back spot. Yeah, no, that's that's true. So yeah, twenty fifth, I'm taking Trevon Merrig. Uh, like you said, unique. Um, he's gonna help that secondary immediately. You you got Henderson last year, but it clearly isn't enough. Their safety play was terrible. Wait, I know we love him, but uh, too much Andrew Wingard can be a bad thing. Uh, so so no more of that. Get get Trevon Merrig. Let him just you know police that secondary. I think it's a I think it's a really good pick, and I don't want to say a safe pick, but just this pick makes a lot of sense. Okay, Browns are on the clock uh, at twenty six. Linebackers a need, um, defensive line less of a need, but a potential need, and um, pass catcher, mm-hmm. which again, like I think linebacker is the most glaring hole. Me too. Um. And so my question is, is this the Jamin, Jamin Davis spot? Is this a Zayvon Collins spot? We've heard Zayvon Collins is like up to 270. Is Zayvon Collins more of that? The I mean, Jamin Davis, I think, is a more of a natural mic. But yeah. more both of them, I think, are better players on the outside. Both freaky athletes. Both huge. Who, who would you who, – who do you think, one, A, is a better fit and who – who do you have higher on your board? I assume Zayn Collins. Yeah, I, I love Zayn Collins. I, I got like a borderline yeah, first-round grade exactly. on him. Uh, Correct. I've got a first-round grade on him. Yeah, so uh, he's he's 26 on my board. So I think he's clear. <laughs> it would make a the, lot of sense. Yeah, I I'm I like Davis, but I'm not a, a huge Davis fan. Like he's like 46 on my board. Um, fit? If the fit? Maybe Davis. But I think when they're gearing up and trying to get – you know, to the Super Bowl for the first time ever. I, I think the, I think the Zayvon Collins uh, selection makes more sense. Um, and like, yeah, he's at two seventy, but it, to, to drop back to two sixty is no big deal. And uh, having having someone that size in the linebacker core, I that can move like he does. I got no, I got no concerns with that. All right, that that that's. I don't know for me. I think it is one of those two though. Twenty seven Baltimore. Me too. I I agree with you. 
Um, I want it to be Rashad Bateman. I want it to be Rashad Bateman. You gotta, you gotta get again. We both agree that I, we both have first round grades on Rashad Bateman. Uh, we both agree that he's the fourth best receiver in, in his class. Um, I want it to be Rashad Bateman. I, I so I'm gonna make it Rashad Bateman. <laughs> and now they they got another first round pick, so maybe maybe they're more likely to to take a receiver Ooh. now. Yeah, I'm taking Rashad Bateman. Or or are they more like likely to hold on Rashad Bateman? Because they think he'll also be there at thirty-one. Yeah, but but then what are you doing? Like, like there's yeah. I, I was gonna say there's no one that screams at you. No, no. Take me here. Like yeah, no, it, exactly. Like it, the edge that you maybe maybe the maybe they think that the edge they like because I think thirty-one edge makes a lot of sense. Maybe the Bills are looking at that edge yeah. too. So maybe you do that. Uh, but but the Saints could go receiver. The the Packers could go receiver. So I think if you, oh yeah no no no. I'm I, I I totally I get it, and I I think Bateman's a really good fit. Yeah, too. yeah, I think like just get 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 Lamar the route runner that he's never had. Um, I think it just it's gonna make their offense so much better immediately. It's I think it's gonna help Hollywood finally kind of open up too, and I I think it's gonna make Lamar Jackson a, a better quarterback too. I think I think this is a great pick and a no doubt pick. Now again. Does the NFL like him as much as we do? Doesn't seem like it, but I think this is a great pick. Probably not. Okay, New Orleans at twenty-eight. You mentioned they they uh, are certainly in in the receiver picking group. That sentence was conversation. Just god awful. Yeah. yeah thank you. Um, thanks for waiting to save me. I was taking a drink. Okay, defensive line in the conversation. Yeah. Wide receiver, obviously, in the conversation. They love to take offensive linemen, so they'll be in the conversation. <laughs> um, corner, also in the conversation. I think that Terrace Marshall might be too mouth-watering for them to mm-hmm. pass on here. Yeah. Uh, I also think Jarman Davis could be looked at here. Yep. You throw a Barmore um, being here still is in the conversation too. Um, yeah, um, I, I think one of those three guys. I, I do too. I think Terrace. Mar- well, I, I love keeping guys in state. Terrace Marshall. Now that Jameis Winston's probably your starting quarterback, he makes a lot of sense for what Jameis likes to do. Yes, uh, a guy who can open up the the downfield. He can be a way more consistent version of Traquan Smith. Open up the downfield. Give Michael Thomas slants for days. <laughs> Receiver is a big need for them because really after Michael Thomas, like Traquan Smith has not, I don't think you can say he has arrived yet by any no. means. Glimpses, but. So I, I mean, I, I, Elijah Moore is also an option. My, my, my problem is Elijah Moore is much more of a true slot guy. Um, and, and Michael Thomas is a slot. You know, I think the pick is so Marshall. I, think I agree this, with you. Yeah, okay, okay, thank you. Thank you thank you for stopping my rambling and just letting me do it. Yeah, keep, 29, Green Bay Packers. Uh, yeah, keeping him in state, and I think he's kind of perfect for, for this Jameis Winston offense. Uh, speaking of perfect, I want it to be Kadarius Toney. Just, we're just picking receivers. I, I'm, I'm super high on Kadarius Toney. I've got a first-round pick, uh, first-round grade on him. I think he should be a first-round pick. Um, Elijah Moore definitely in the conversation, too. I think I think you're looking at those two guys. Um, but... but I think I think you can kind of flip a coin and go between them. Um, I think they're both be great fits for the Packers. 
I'm going to take Kadarius Tony because I'm higher on him. Um, and I, I just, I'm just tired of seeing the Tyler Irvin end arounds. I want to see someone with a little more dynamic ability. And they, come on, you got to give Aaron Rodgers some help. Like, as much as I love seeing the Packers make stupid picks, like last year, um, get him a receiver, please. And and I think Tony is, is, a, is a very good fit. And if it's not Tony, I, I think Elijah Moore would be a great pick as well. Yeah. No, I, I, I think I would do Elijah Moore, but I, I get why you do Kate Darius. Tony. Um, okay, Buffalo, we've heard running back mumblings. What do you think about those? I, I don't buy it. Um, I Like, again, that was kind of like, it was a, an early mock drafty thing. It just doesn't make sense to me. They don't run the ball. Uh, f- when they do, I think, again, I'm the biggest Devin Singletary and Zach Moss fan in the world, so I'm a little biased here, but it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't really make sense to me. But it's like the, the, it's been overwhelming that they've they've been mentioned. You don't think it's it's a possibility? Possibility, sure. I mean, you look at the roster, and there isn't. I know you wouldn't do it. It's stupid. It'd be the third straight draft with a running back in the top 100. Yeah, possibility, yes. I mean, because you look at the roster, there isn't glaring holes on it. Um, but I, I think like take an edge. I, I would take an edge. Who would you take? Um, good question. I think at, at this point, uh, I don't think I'd dip back to to Penn State. <laughs> I, I I think I think I'd take Joseph Osai. Buggy? or Buggy. Yeah, one of those two. Hmm. Quite the predicament you've got me in. I was just going to take a running back and f off, so I didn't have to think. About you can it. do it. I don't mind. I mean, it sounds like we're going to get. Uh, at two, um, I I still think it's gonna only be Najee Harris. Um, like Etienne would be really fun in, in the Bills' offense, but again, do, are they gonna use him? I don't I don't know. Maybe they just don't run the ball because they don't like Singletary and Moss. But I I don't think that's the reason. I think it's because uh, they know the value of throwing the football. Oh snap! Okay, I'm gonna go edge. I'm gonna go bogey. Okay, I I think. They, I think him or else I make a lot of sense. Um, I think the ability to kick Boogie inside um, may be the, that's, the pushing. That's what did it yeah, for me. no, I think that and makes sense. the more pro-ready guy, yeah, the more pro-ready guy for a team that's hoping to be a Super Bowl contender. Yep, agreed. Um, the Ravens looking at edge. Um, Should have taken one of twenty-seven Ravens. <laughs> I wasn't going to take Boogie anyways. Um, see, now I, I got a decision. Um, I think I'm going to take Osai. I think they they look at Osai, they see all the tools there, and they're like, we're the motherfucking Baltimore Ravens. We know we know Edge, baby. And we're going to get a comp pick for him. Be, yeah. I, th- I think he he's uh, – I think we like him both more than – uh, the NFL. Yeah, I, I think he'd be a really, really good pick here. Yeah, I think I think we are both higher on him. Um, like if if Trion's the pick here, would not be surprised. I like that fit a lot. I just think it's too early, personally. Um, I might have taken Osai here with the Bucks too. So, right, right. Um, let me just say, I I I, I like Oway, um, I, but I I don't I don't I don't know if he's Baltimore Baltimore. Uh, so I'm, I'm taking Joseph Osai. The edge from Texas for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. You say you like away. You think Tampa bets on that upside? They don't need to play him right away. They got Shaq Barrett. They got JPP for another year. They can 
bring away along slowly. They bet on elite Big Ten athletes because there's so many of them last year in the first round with Tristan Wirfs. Wirfs was a way better prospect, but you know what I mean. Um, what do you think about away at 32? I, I love it. I love it. I think that's that's a great fit. Um, it's somewhere, like you said, um, he doesn't need to come in and be productive immediately. Uh, I think it's a win-win for all, for all all parties involved. What, and like I don't think you take a running back here, especially with the, I mean they signed multiple running backs, um, and like Christian Barmore, sure, but the way upside probably makes more sense for them. Um, yeah, I mean draft Elijah Moore, just have all the receivers. And then my Jaguars get Christian Barmore with the first pick in the second round. Bingo! All right, we did it. Done. How many? How many? Good work. How many picks do you think we got right? I got all of them, man. I don't know about you. <laughs> well, I'm confident Jamar Chase is the picks. I've been told he is. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be fun, man. I'm 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 too excited. I, I can't believe we're only 48 hours away away uh, from when we're doing this. Um, I will say, would have been a lot cooler if we did Chris Sims and Montana Fields to the Bucks. So stupid. <laughs> 